Is it time? It's time. Welcome to the lab with Leo. And hello, how are you? Good to see you. I'm Leo Laporte. This is the show where we help you understand everything you'd ever want to know about technology, the internet, computers, camcorders, cell phones, MP3 players, home theater, all of that stuff. And I'm here with the lovely Kate Abraham to explain hello. all that. Hi, Kate. How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you. How are you? We are getting close to 100. I see this is episode 95. Yes. Wow. Jim Everett is also here. He's going to show you how to get really big pictures. Large digital images. He's got some beautiful prints. Hasn't Did you see them? Yes, Donna. Unbelievable. Coming up in just a bit, Jim Everett. He's going to show us how to create really big, really big pictures uh, when we continue. Welcome back to the lab. Jim Everett is here. He is a photographer, an artist. And does a great podcast, by the way, I might add, on digital photography. Thank you. You can go to itookthat.com, mm -hmm. and you'll find the podcast. Uh, also, his gallery, jamesgordongallery.com. We're going to talk about blowing up pictures. You know, because I, I mean, most of my shots, you know, I, I do 5 by 7 prints, mm -hmm. same kind you get from Walmart. Why would I want to say, take, take something that's a beautiful shot, by the way, and blow that up? That looks good. Because things change with size. Let yeah. me show you that one in a larger print. That's actually in Chianti. Oh, isn't That's that it beautiful? Is a larger okay, print. you know what? You're right. It's just there's a huge difference. It's just much more dramatic uh, when you blow it up. Plus, boy, doesn't that look good on the wall? Mm -hmm. And this is a good example because there's so much detail in this. Yep. And until you get big, you really you you don't see the detail. It's a much better picture when it's big. And you can get even bigger than that with the software and the technologies we've got now. Huge. Now, now I think some people are, you know would worry that their camera isn't capable of taking a picture that will look good blown up. How, how many megapixels is kind of the minimum for something like this? For something like that, typically, uh, probably six megapixels without any work done to it. How, how big is this? Is 13 by 19? The overall size is 13 by 19. That's probably about 11 by 17. Okay, so six megapixels would be enough for that. Yeah. This is actually a film picture it is film, scan. Yes. But Gosh, digital is the pretty. same. And with, with the right software... But Can we show some more? Sure. I just love these. I'm sorry. How about the flowers? Here's another one. This is beautiful. This is a daffodil. This is an example of not, not being a lot of detail, but just being so much more dramatic when you blow it up, right? And now you're, how are you blowing these up? You, 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 you... Well, what I do is I put it through Photoshop. Okay. Uh, if I need to enlarge, I either use genuine fractals. Well, let's show them. Sure. Let's okay. show them. Don't give, us, don't give us all the tips at once. Okay. Here. All so, right. the first thing to do is to get rid of noise. If you're shooting at a high ISO rating because it's low light, you might get noise. Now, That's gra like grainy. It's like film grain, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's International Standards Organization or something ISO, like that. ISO. Yeah. ISO. So, so you, you, normally you might shoot at an ISO of 100 or 125, but if it's dark, you depends shoot at on a, the camera. 800 or 1600. Like this yeah. Nikon that I use, and this yeah. is not a plug for Nikon, I can shoot at 1600 with minimal noise. Right. In the shadows, it's a yes. very good camera, yeah. that's why, yeah. Uh, some cameras get noise as soon as you go to 200. So how do we get, I didn't even know you could get rid of noise. So, what we've got here is a sample of, uh, you see this picture here. You can see the grain. Yeah, you can see the grain there. Uh, when we blow it up even more, you can see the grain even more. Is that's that because a, you shot this at a high ISO? That, I had five minutes to shoot in this cinema foyer. And it's dark. It was dark, and I was shooting upwards, so I set it as fast as I could, right. and that's the grain. But I wanted to make a big print, so I noise ninja it. Is that a plug-in? It is a plug-in. I'll show you where it is. <laughs> it comes under, uh, where is it? Who makes it? Uh, picture code. That's right. Noise Ninja. Picture code Noise Ninja. Is that yep. an expensive plug-in? Uh, not really. I think probably about $120 I wrote. Boy, that does make a big yeah, difference. But then you, you can see the before and after. Of course, this has already been done, but 
I don't know if you can see the difference there. So I'll get get rid of that. I can see it here. I don't know again if they'll yeah. see it on TV. So but that's been noise ninja. So we'll put that away. We've got rid of the noise there. That's despecified. That is a beautiful picture. And you do want that to really look crisp because it's the geometry of it that is really so stunning, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah. So th the next thing that we do, if we want to enlarge it, and I won't even talk about all the enhancements that we do. Right. Um, notice that this is at 25% down here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let's zoom in and see what this is. When you go to full size. See, down there, that's at 25%. Yeah. Um, now, uh, this is before I've genuine fractaled it. Genuine, now, what's that? Another plug-in? Another plug-in. And genuine fractals comes from On One, the On One Suite 3. Uh, actually, this is accessible through here they've got their own menu they, item they and you scale menu. current image and okay. what it does it does it in one step Photoshop if you're enlarging with Photoshop's image size you need to do it in 10% increments genuine fractals handle straight lines and edges I think better than Photoshop, but there's a risk that you'll lose some texture, right. even though the latest version has improved the texture. So you said something interesting. When you're blowing up in Photoshop, don't do it from in one step. Not in one do step. it in smaller, in ten, ten steps. Ten percent increments. So interesting. If, you, if you've got a 3800 by 2200 image, uh, or say an 11 by 8 image, you do it as a 12 by 9, and then a you 13 slowly by, go yeah, up. Yeah. Because okay. it then interpolates a bit each time, whereas genuine fractals... It doesn't need to do it, that. It's a, it does it in one fell swoop. Yeah, it looks so you, amazing. So you you've got yeah. all your, settings, all your okay. settings there. We won't go through and do it because it'll take a while, so I'll cancel out of that. So then I will go to one that has been genuine fractal, and notice that this is 16.67%. The image size um, it's huge now. of this is 13 by 19 at 300. And let me show oh, you. Oh, that's interesting. You want it to be 300 DPI. That's, that's because the printer wants 300 DPI? There's your print. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. Well, and you know what? I see no noise. It really comes out beautifully. The final thing that I did is unsharp mask in Photoshop. Always sharpen less rather than more, and it's the very last thing you do. You can never do much after you unsharp mask. So in Photoshop, you always get unsharp mask. It's under here, under filter, and you come down under sharpen, and over here it's unsharp mask. Uh, if you're just doing a web thing, it's generally uh, a radius of about 1.5 and an and amount that, of clear. And that does what? What it does, it actually uh, ga gathers photo. the pixels and forms sharper contrast. It sort of contrasts the edges. Right. And, well, something like this, that makes a big difference, doesn't it? It does. And it's yeah. all perceptual. Because yeah. when you look at it with a magnifying glass, you see the artifacts. Right. But it's designed to, for the viewing distance you see it at right. to make it look right. I mean, that just, that just jumps out at you. It looks like a painting. It just jumps out at you. That's what, and I try and get the experience of what you see at the time. Right. And that's what it looks like in the theatre. It's interesting. So you do do every big print you run through Photoshop. You would never go straight from the photograph to the printer. The picture that I showed you of Chianti, I spent four hours in Photoshop wow. on that. With layers and all sorts of and things. And you don't use a standard action because everyone's different? Um... I drive a stick shift car. I don't do anything automatic. I've, I've, got, a, He's Mr. I've got a friend who's always trying to get me to automate things, and I just do it from scratch well, but every time. You, I could see you would automate it if the settings were always the same, but they're not. I make it up as I go along. Yeah, yeah. You're just you're you're looking at it and you're yeah. tweaking it as you go. So that you can you make even bigger? I mean, can, this is you're doing what kind of printer do you use for this? I use an Epson R eighteen hundred. It's been Very out for nice a while. Printer. I it have is, a twenty R twenty four hundred, and they're just beautiful printers. And you know, an interesting thing. Archival inks too. Beautiful. Yeah. And choice of stock. The stock that I use, and I'll just hold the box up here for my best prints is um, the. 
velvet fine art paper. I love it. It gives it a beautiful look. It's Tw a matte. 20 sheets, 70 bucks. It's yeah, not it's cheap. It's very expensive. But it's beautiful and because it's, it's almost like a watercolor. And it gives better yeah. definition because it sucks the ink straight down and the ink right. doesn't spread out. Oh, interesting. On glossy, when you look at it with a magnifying glass, you can see that the ink spreads a bit. Right. But on this velvet, it's like a vacuum. It sucks the ink straight in so you get very precise little pickle So drop. is this a velvet? Is no, this, this is enhanced matte. That's kind of archive. Another matte. It's a, another yeah. matte, yeah. yes. That's one of the neat things about that Epson printer. You have a lot of choices of paper. You can even print on canvas. And, you, can, and you can print on canvas. I uh, don't know if I know. Yep, I've got a canvas one here. That's another one. Look at that. It's just, and then it really does look like a painting. Yeah. If you were to, if you were to matte that and put it in a frame, it, it'd be a painting. You like canvas? Yeah, I do like canvas. Then, What's here this? is one. Oh, look at this. It is, it is a painting. You've, you've, you, it's funny, you put it, you put it on a, uh, uh, you stretched it. <laughs> well, actually, our good friends at Silvano Imaging in Toronto, it's silvanoimaging.com, yeah. Silvano Venuto, he's a fan of yours, I told him what we're oh, going to... Oh, thank you, Silvano. He, he did that from one of my pictures. That's actually film, too. I use both film and digital. So you would not know, because, it, because it's on a stretch, it's a stretched yeah. canvas, it looks just like a painting. Yep. Look That's at that. That is gorgeous. Oh, In Canada, is, of yeah, course. I know where yeah. Banff is. I've heard of Banff. Beautiful, beautiful. You want to see more of Jim Everett's uh, f uh, photos and learn more about this kind of stuff, go to itookthat.com. His gallery is jamesgordongallery.com. And thanks to Silvano. This is beautiful. That really looks gorgeous. It's yours. Really? For the show. Can we put it in the... Uh, you can. In the studio? That's great. They want it in the control room, they say. You can't have it. It's mine. <laughs> so we'll fight over it a little bit later. He also does a digital snapshot podcast, which you can hear at itookthat.com or on iTunes. Jim, thank you. I want to go home and blow some stuff up. Okay. And I mean that in the best way. In the best way. <laughs> Lots more details on the website, step by step for each of these, and there's a lot more at labwithleo.com. More of your calls coming up in just a bit. You stay right here. Look at this. This is so gorgeous. I think that's a great idea. So is that what Silvano does is frame them like yes. that? That is just so neat. Welcome back to the lab with Leo. Now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, to end the show. That's no fair. Isn't I love stunning, this painting. Isn't it amazing? It's just really a nice painting. I think we're going to hang it in here, actually. So Why in there? Because they told me. They need something to look at besides us. There's a bald spot, apparently. There's a bald spot? The big brown bald spot. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't it gorgeous? Though? Absolutely amazing. I think amazing. it's so nice. It was really nice of uh, Jim to leave that behind. Yes. And thanks to Silvano. For making, I understand that they are getting an even bigger printer. They're going to be able to do just gigantic, like you know, you could. Wow. But well, think about that. You could you could put it all, cover a wall, like cover this whole. Why don't we just put it over the whole window? Just Talk about bald spots. Let's just block them out completely. We could do different skylines. You could, have, you could have a picture of some other show. I just put it right there. Some other control room. You know, we could have we could have Steven Spielberg in there. It'd be great. That would work. It'd be great. Anyway, we'll, we'll play with that. We're so glad you were here.